This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. The Specialty Produce app is an educational, expository, live encyclopedia of fresh foods that you can hold in the palm of your hand. With over 20 years of research and counting, we are ever striving to bring the freshest and fullest information to the table. Our comprehensive articles cover history, culture, flavor profile, culinary application, and more. While our in-app gallery of magazine-worthy food photos brings the items to life, making you wish you could take a bite. Branch out beyond bleak produce inventories and support local farmers who are growing something different by exploring our global in-app share market, where you can discover unique items or specialty marketplaces near you. Stay hungry, friends. Download today on Apple or Android and start exploring. Welcome to Vibrant Raw Living. I'm your host, Victoria Madian. Join me on a journey of discovering your infinite potential. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today, I'm going to be discussing a topic related to boundaries. I've come across some posts on social media recently that touch on this as far as people giving so much of themselves and not really being able to fully receive all of the gifts or they're not receiving from the same people that they're giving to. They're feeling like they're being taken advantage of. They're justifying their identity as a human being of like being such a giver. And I feel like there are some issues with this that that I want to address because for me personally, I wasn't raised to be a people pleaser. I wasn't honestly very trusting towards people growing up and I was really raised to make people earn my trust more so than give it so easily. And for those who have been so deeply taken advantage of, like I do have a lot of compassion for you. And being raised the way that I was definitely gave me a different set of circumstances to work through because it definitely made it a little bit more difficult for me to be able to trust people and be able to have like healthier relationships. But I mean, I think learning a lot of these things also allowed me to learn valuable lessons, which I'm really grateful for. And, you know, the truth is there is a difference between someone who is buttering you up just to get something from you and someone who genuinely wants to collaborate and create greatness as well as experience mutual support together with you in this world. You know, there are plenty of times where you can come into a connection with a person and it can be mutually beneficial and have a wonderful experience and create something wonderful and there's no ill will afterwards. And I think that's been a really powerful thing for me to be able to experience. And hopefully many of us have those types of experiences in our lives where we've been able to connect with people in a healthy way. But not every connection is like that, and that can be really troublesome. Having discernment towards the quote-unquote schmoozers and the quote-unquote writer dies can be really challenging for those who are empaths. And I've talked about the importance of empathy, but not like taking it too far in a previous episode that I literally is, is titled Empathy. So if you want to go check that out, that is available. Empaths, just as kind of a quick overview, they tend to almost absorb the emotions of other people. They tend to blame things on themselves. They tend to be very self-critical, very self-reflective, and they can be a target for people that have more narcissistic tendencies because 
narcissists oftentimes feed off of individuals that are very self-deprecating. I have personal experience in my life of being more of like an empathetic person and having to navigate some of those things. And I've dealt with narcissists in my life as well quite a bit. So I'm a little bit understanding when it comes to these things due to my own experience with having to navigate it myself and having gone through different forms of therapy to understand what's going on, how to protect myself, and how to equip myself with the tools to not be in those situations. It is really admirable to look within yourself and think, okay, how can I improve the situation? How can I do this better? How can I learn from this? But when you're taking it on to the point where you are absorbing what other people are doing and taking responsibility for other people's actions that are not actually your problem to deal with, that's where I feel like boundary lines get crossed. And then you're taking on things that you don't need to, and that can lead to towards dealing with resentment and feeling really negatively about any type of collaboration at all. And it can jade you and scar you in ways that can be really difficult to come back from. You know, the truth is there are a lot of good people out there, but there also are a lot of people out there that will use you if you allow it, abuse you if you allow it. And there are people that also want to be used and abused because it fuels their victimhood and gives them some type of an affirmation towards self-pity and pity from others, which I personally don't think comes from a place of self-respect. But this is really understandable because if someone has been in a position where they've been dealing with abuse for a long time, it can affect, it can affect someone's ability to respect themselves. It can affect what they are willing to accept as far as treatment in their life from other people. So there's a lot of work that usually has to be done in this area before people are really solid and good in their skin again and are able to have those healthy relationships because sometimes there are those negative self-limiting beliefs that get stuck on loop and it can be difficult to navigate those unless you maybe sometimes have someone to pull you out of that way of thinking. Now, I've also come across people in my life that give from a place of on the outside, it's seeming like, oh, I'm just a very giving person. I just really have a big heart and I really want to give. And then on the other hand, you know, deep within their manifestations is this idea of, oh, everything that I give, I'm going to receive tenfold in return. And I think that's something you have to be really honest with yourself about. If you are giving from a place that on the outside seems very genuine and your claiming is very genuine, but really on a deep-rooted level, you're believing that if this doesn't come back to me a certain type of way, then it's not actually happening. And I'll get into this a little bit more. Then I just genuinely don't think people are really being honest with themselves because there's a variety of things that can be going on here. If you are giving at all, I think it's important to remember that whatever you give, it may not come back to you from that individual, from that particular circumstance in the way that you expect it to. It may come back to you in a totally different way. And an example that I can share is there are probably many small little things like tiny kindnesses or large kindnesses we can think of maybe that we've received from strangers, people that we don't even know, people that we haven't spoken to in a long time, repaired relationships where all of a sudden there's kind of this like, I don't know, this resilience that comes out of something that was really painful. It's important to know that when you give, the universe works in really mysterious ways. So you might not get 
the same amount from the person that you gave to, but you may receive something else in different ways, in a variety of different ways over the course of time due to just the good karma that you're putting out there. So instead of getting stuck on a negative mind loop about, oh, I gave so much to this person and they did this, that, and the other to me and whatever, then you're like kind of blocking all of the blessings that could come your way rather than just kind of letting it go as difficult as it might be and believing like, okay, this is where that stops. I'm no longer going to allow myself to be treated in this way. I'm no longer going to engage in this type of relationship or friendship or connection with this individual and I'm going to move on because this doesn't make sense for me anymore and allow the better things for you to come into your life in ways that you might not even be able to expect it. And I think sometimes when people get stuck in this mindset of thinking that they've been so gravely taken advantage of, I'm not going to discount that because there are definitely individuals out there that are so capable of this and it is important to be aware of that and to not allow yourself to get into situations where, you know, you maybe didn't double check the facts, you didn't set clear expectations, you didn't do certain things that would prevent this from happening and at the same time there's only so much you can do. You know, if people have it out to take advantage of somebody to get what they want, at a certain point, there's really only so much that can be done to prevent that situation from happening. And it's really sad to see. I've seen this happen to people in relationships that get taken advantage of just because one person wants something and the other person's not on the same page. One person ends up feeling really, really let down and like they were used and hurt and disrespected in the process and the other person is just being like, okay, well, I got what I needed and I'm moving on. You know, that's very hurtful. That can be damaging and traumatizing for people for years, for decades, like if that's not processed and dealt with. And it's not always easy to go through that process. However, I do believe that if you get in the situations, the sooner you are able to come to a place of acceptance and resilience from it and overcome that adversity, the sooner the blessings in your life will be able to come in. And I'm not saying this from a point of toxic positivity of just like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. Just get over it because I don't know what the certain situation that you might be going through or someone else might be going through is. But all I can say is what you can gain from that experience is a clearer state of where you're going to set your boundaries, what you're going to accept. If you know that you don't want to be in that position again, there are things that you can do and put in place so that that does not happen again. And just to be aware of that. And that is the gift that you can get from that situation as troubling as things can be. You know, I feel like if you feel yourself continually people are letting you down or you're around people that you feel like are just using you, you know, it's time to reevaluate your true intentions and your standards and your boundaries as far as what you're going to accept. Look at the situation and be like, okay, I really am not willing to deal with this anymore and I am going to cut these things out of my life, these people out of my life and or have some very constructively critical conversations with people in finding a way to conflict resolve in a healthy and constructive way. That way a better solution can be met in that situation if it is to continue. But I do think when you do give and there's no contract, there's no whenever like prenup, there's no this, that, the other, there's no like kind of safety nets put in place in whatever way that you can do that pertaining to each individual situation, it's important to have some type of 
buffer in place in case things goes wrong. You know, it's Murphy's Law. If something can go wrong, it will, right? So this is not something that is new. This is something that these variables have to be prepared for. And that's why there are legalities. That's why there are contracts put in place. That's why there are laws and things of this nature. Because if we did not have a structure in place, a lot of people would just do whatever they wanted to. And I'm sure some people would argue me on that and be like, no, like that's not what would happen (laughs) and and cite different, you know, maybe different cultural societies in the world that don't have laws and things. But most areas of the world, they do have some type of set structure of the way that they live. They have cultural behaviors and patterns and, and things in place to add to the uniformity of a particular society. When it comes to taking responsibility for your actions and how you are going to respond to things, that doesn't mean that you blame yourself for the full situation. Maybe you do carry some of the blame, but oftentimes in these situations where boundaries are involved, it's not always just you. I think it is important to set personal boundaries within your own life to decide what you will accept as far as even self-talk, self-respect, self-love, personal behaviors and habits that you're going to entertain. It's really important to have a clear understanding of what those things are. That way, those standards are set for you. However, when it comes to other people, you have to acknowledge that a lot of people are looking out for themselves and you want to incorporate people into your life that are not the kind of people that are just coming to do a drive-by, get something that they need, and they're not willing to, you know, create something that is maybe more of what you want, like a lasting, respectful connection with a person. But it's also important to remember, like, easy come, easy go. If you allow people so easily into your life and you give so easily to people and you don't really make them earn it, they won't respect you and they won't respect what you have to offer because they're going to think, oh, you just do this for everybody. This is just normal. You know, people value what they work hard for. People value things that oftentimes like might cost a little bit more money or it might take a little bit more energy or effort to accomplish whatever they're looking to do. So that is definitely something to take in mind. You know, that can be pushed to extremes as well to the point where it's not even reasonable, but that's for every individual to kind of set for themselves. Are you setting standards that are completely unreasonable? Are you setting expectations or boundaries that are way too strict or too tight or to the point where it's not allowing things to function properly? Because that can happen too. You can be so guarded towards a person that you're not actually able to collaborate in whatever way that that's like needing to happen in a healthy way. So I think sometimes it is important to be aware of those boundaries and reevaluate things that are like really ask yourself like, is this actually working and can it improve? The the taking responsibility aspect of it is how are you going to respond to the situation that is happening? How are you going to respond to how another person is treating you? Because we don't have control over what other people choose to say, what they choose to do, etc. But we do have responsibility as to how we respond to it. So for me, for example, when I'm dealing with, you know, a bunch of a group of performers, you know, there's it's not rare that I have 40 to 50 performers 
on a stage that I'm working with. And if they're getting really chatty and really loud, you know, oftentimes I'll just stand there and, you know, at the front of the stage waiting for them to quiet down. I'm not going to lose my cool and start yelling at people or anything like that. If people need to be checked, I will do that. But oftentimes one of them will notice that I'm waiting and then tell everybody else to quiet down and focus. So that's not me I know that I deserve respect of people being quiet in my presence when I'm trying to do my job, but at the same time, I have enough self-respect that I am not going to, you know, lose my cool and like yell at people and I'm not going to choose to respond to them in that way, even though, you know, it can be frustrating when you feel like people are not doing what they need to be doing or they're not paying attention or they're not giving you that respect. There's different ways to go about receiving that. You know, that's that's a individual choice as far as how you want to go about doing that and it pertains to like it's different in every single situation but just offering that as an example I could have an option where I could start like lecturing people and start like kicking people out of a rehearsal and like all this different type of stuff could happen but ultimately my goal is to you know have a positive rehearsal get people to quiet down and having reasonable understanding that if there's a group of people together that get along there might be some socializing that's going on is that a bad thing no but that's not an appropriate thing during a rehearsal for that to be taking place so as time goes on typically with the performers that i work with they they are aware of my standards or that's clearly communicated. It's not uncommon that I will walk into a rehearsal, sometimes with performers that I've never even worked with before, and be like, if you have a question, you raise your hand. If you are talking, I will send you out of the classroom. You're here to work, and I need to see your discipline taking place in class. That's it. Like, I don't have any if ands or buts about it because I know from a history of working with youth performers that if you give them an inch they will take a mile they will be doing whatever they want and walking up and down all over you so you know you have to set those boundaries in place and thankfully I've gotten to a place where I there's a bit of a balance that can take place where you enjoy and you get work done and you have a good time but there's also a lot of discipline and structure in place so that there is actually work getting done. There is progress being made and there are goals being met and accomplished. That's where it's like there are certain times where you have to be really strict and you have to be really, really cut and dry about things. And there are other times where you can let up and be a little bit more lenient. And that's something that has to be taken into consideration in in a multitude of different situations because they're multifaceted. Ultimately, how you respond and how you take responsibility for things is by choosing how you are going to respond to it. Are you going to victimize yourself about it and be like, oh my gosh, nobody wants to listen to me? And like, no, it's not about that. What tone are you setting and how are people, you know, responding to that? It, it ends up being that type of a thing when it pertains to the anecdote that I'm sharing about the rehearsals. You know, one of the quotes that due to my brother largely working in defense, one of his favorite quotes that we would discuss over was Theodore Roosevelt's speak softly and carry a big stick. If you're just sometimes talking to somebody who you don't know, they could say anything they want to you. Maybe they're going to start an argument with you. Maybe they don't know who you are. Maybe you don't, they may not have any understanding of what you're capable of. And regardless of any of that, there may not be a set standard of respect there. It's important to have means to defend yourself in some aspect so people know 
not to try you because there will be consequences. I think having consequences in place is important when it comes to boundaries because they need to see that there is a benefit to doing things correctly and there are consequences to doing things wrong, that there are equally consequences for positive and negative behaviors, that there will be repercussions and they won't just be able to get away with things. If you have people in your life that are coming into your life and like stealing from you or wasting your time or um, not valuing what you have to offer, it's important to set those things in place. That way you can live as fully as you need to, that you can really be able to feel good about the connections that you have in your life. Otherwise, you know, they're just in these hollow relationships that are sometimes vain and just totally fake and stale will leave you feeling taken advantage of. I think there are a lot of things that can be put in place as far as keeping yourself as safe as possible. None of us escape this life unscathed, but it is really important to apply the wisdom and the patience when it comes to resilience. Sometimes these things take time to bounce back from or put in place, and sometimes people are going to try to test you over and over again and try you and see, okay, is she or he really going to put this in place or am I going to be able to run my old games on these people or this person and get away with it? You know, if you don't put something in place, people are going to continue to try to do these things that are not really what standards you're wanting to set and that's not going to be respected. At the same time, I feel like it's really important to not allow yourself to get jaded to the point where you find yourself judging everybody as someone who just wants to use you. It's important to really practice being discerning and careful. That's being street smart. You know, there are people that will say hi to you on the street and there are people that far few and in between, depending on where you are in the world, that might try to mug you. When you're walking on the side of the street, you have to know that there's a potential that that can happen and you have to be prepared for what to do. And to think that that's not going to happen, that you're going to be able to say hello to everybody and everybody's going to be nice might be a little bit naive depending on what surroundings you're in. But taking that into context is important. Boundaries are so key when it comes to this because building trust with other people over time is really, really important because then you get to see one another through different times in your life, support one another truly and mutually, and then you have a real one on your hands that, like, you know that that is a relationship and a key friendship that you want to just pour love into, like, sweet, sticky syrup that's, like, thick, you know? Sometimes you give people a little sprinkle of powdered sugar or whatever, but those relationships that are tried and true, those are the ones you just want to pour your love into. And those are the relationships where if you really want to give love to somebody, that's the place to do it. That takes time. And that those are connections that are worth building from a place of honesty, from a place of having those boundaries in place, from coming from a place where that trust is earned, not just so easily given. I think another thing that's so important to keep in mind is know that what comes to you is a result of your karma. You know, some people could argue, according to different spiritual texts, that there are things that you did in your past life. There are things that you've done in this life that have garnered you yielding certain results and certain things happening to you. And if other people do wrong things to you, then that's a part of their karma that they will have to bear. And it's also so key to remember, and I'm definitely repeating myself because I just feel like this needs to be heard again, the people that you give to, the places that you give to, the 
the environments and events which you give to in your life will not always reciprocate the same amount that you give. It may come back to you in different ways that you may have not expected. So be open-minded, be open-hearted to that and have an open perspective. Be like, I'm giving from a place that you genuinely don't have hang-ups about getting things in return. I think that's a very mature place to get to. And when you're able to really be giving from a place where you're not expecting things in return and whatever you receive from it is more valuable than than money or any type of certain results that maybe would be hoped for, that's a great place to be at because then you're able to really enjoy the process and be far more present and not worrying about, oh my gosh, like, am I going to get everything that I need to out of this? And I understand people get in business situations where they make an investment and they need to meet certain results. They need to get a certain amount out of what they put in in order to continue to survive. I fully get that. And I think there can be a lot of things put in place to help people navigate that in a healthy way. And hopefully they're working with people that don't want to take advantage of them can be really helpful in just releasing the idea that you don't know everything, that you don't know what exactly is going to happen and how things are going to happen. And is this right? Is this wrong for things to happen a certain way? It's just kind of letting that whole thought process go and be really open to what can come positively of you giving your gifts. It is so important to not close yourself off to the positives that can come from your giving that might come from different directions and and not to like pine over things not working out the way you thought that they should have. Would, could, should, very tricky road to walk down. You know, and even just right now, I want you to take a moment to think about the random kindnesses and blessings that seemingly have come out of nowhere in your life. Things that if they didn't work out, it could have led to a totally different situation happening. You know, I've had times where my ID fell out of my pocket or I, you know, accidentally dropped a glove on the floor and a stranger out of nowhere was like, you know, miss, you left your glove on the floor or, you know, you dropped this or, you know, I mean, these are things that, although it may seem small, they're very significant and that could have changed the entire course of a day, of a month, of a lot of different things. Like, I can look back on many instances in my life where I might have really been blessed by something small that was actually really huge. In times where I gave and necessarily didn't receive so, like, fully from that situation, in the amount that I gave to it, but was open-minded to those gifts coming from a totally different place. Again, like the universe works in really mysterious ways and it's important to trust the process. Keep leveling up your ideas and your mindset when it comes to your morals, your values, your outlook, and just keep an open mind. Allow yourself to receive all the blessings that are coming your way because those blessings may come in funky looking packages that you did not expect to arrive on your doorstep. 
but take the time to be open to what can come of those things and see that there may be amazing gifts that come from different angles that you might have not been expecting towards. Take the time in your life to set the boundaries, to spend the time with yourself that it takes to know what you want, what you need, what you're willing to accept, and what you're really not willing to accept. Have the hard conversations that you need to with people that you have been close to in your life that may not be supporting you or creating a supportive relationship with you in such a way where you're able to give really fully to them in a positive way and it's able to be a mutual experience. That can be really difficult to do and I understand people sometimes shy away from confrontation when it comes to these types of things but ultimately in the long run those small changes can make a huge difference in how the outcome of that relationship progresses over time versus it may be reaching a point where it's not going to be growing anymore and you're left frustrated, you are left feeling resentful towards staying in this particular relationship with this person or connection with this person. That's, you know, never a positive thing. So, Take time to get clear on your boundaries. Make sure you're taking responsibility for how you respond to situations, knowing that there is shared responsibility in different events that take place, and be open-minded to blessings coming to you from different directions that you may have not expected, and allow yourself to keep giving without expectation. Thank you for tuning in to Vibrant Raw Living. Remember that you are just as worthy, deserving, and capable of achieving and maintaining your dreams as much as anyone else. If you have found this podcast useful, please subscribe via iTunes or SoundCloud and share it with your friends and family. You can find links to my Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Pinterest, and Snapchat in the show notes below. And if you'd like to follow me for updates, which I only share via email, come on over to my website at victoriamadian.com. I love you and I'm wishing you a wonderful day. Go out there and discover your infinite potential. 